Hello, and welcome to episode two of Appliance Alliance Podcast. Sit back and relax as Zach and TK talk about some of their favorite tools, what it's taken to grow their collection, and what this means for you. We hope you enjoy Appliance Alliance episode number two. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Appliance Alliance Podcast. My name is Zach Kreider, your host with the most equipment and my fellow co-host today is tk cousins and we are going to be talking to you about our go-to tools today um as technicians we all have those tools that if we're walking into a house without them we're lost just like lost um what, what give me your number one tool tk well let's just let's just launch right into this give me your number one tool that if you don't have this you are screwed oh if i don't have it i'm screwed my meter uh, absolutely my meter um it is my number one tool i use the uh i run in the klein cl 700 and uh, I actually picked a little tip for you guys that are just getting started. I picked this up at a pawn shop for 50 bucks. Nice. Um, if, you, if you're just getting started and you're looking for good tools, good meters, good stuff like that, just go to pawn shops. You don't have – this thing works – I mean, it was like brand new. Um, I keep it in my case. I also upgraded my um, leads. Um you know, so I have multiple different attachments. The uh, tiny little um, uh, term or leads for, you know, getting into those tiny little DC connectors. It also has a little, I didn't know what this was when I first got it, but that is actually so that you can pierce a wire and check DC voltage without, you know, backstabbing or anything like that. I thought that I haven't used that. Uh, I also keep the alligator clips for for that. I use my usual setup is that I keep one regular and then one alligator clip so that I can clip on to one and then test on the other. Um, but I do all sorts of combinations. But I say my go-to is my meter. What about you, Zach? Man, I'll tell you what. I I use the heck out of my meters. I am rocking a Fluke uh, 116 True RMS. Uh, I've had this since day one, starting eight years ago. Um, And I love this meter for calibrating ovens. There is nothing more accurate in temperature. This thing is the most accurate uh, temperature calibration for sure. Um, That's my kind of standalone um, and then I also have the field piece. Wow, I can't talk. Field piece uh, SC660 uh, ring clamp meter. I love the heck out of this thing. Um, dual temperature. So if you got a double oven, you can clamp this one up there. Again, it's not as accurate in my experience with the temperature, but it's close enough. It's it's going to help you calibrate an oven. Um, non-contact voltage, microfarads. It's got the ring clamp. If you're not ring clamping stuff to check amp draw, boy, uh, you're 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 missing out. I also and let me interrupt you there. When he says ring clamping, you do not clamp the wire right here. You clamp the wire through here, one wire at a time. I've heard several guys ask about that. So if you're new. You do not clamp it into this part right where my finger is. If you're not, if you're listening to this and not watching, 
You put it through the hole. That's how you do an amp reading. And if you don't, you'll be sitting there going, what the am I doing wrong? You'll, you'll learn real quick. You'll learn, you'll real, learn quick. real quick. Cause you'll get a zero amp reading. Yeah. So, and much like you, I also have the uh, multi-pack of the um, uh, different leads. You know, my, I can pop mine off and, and change them out. These, this is the field piece set. So, um, We'll, we'll go ahead and scavenge links for this on Amazon or, you know, whatever, whatever vendors we find um, and drop some links in the description for you um, down below. Because, uh, I mean, the, the tools that we're talking about today, we've we've both been doing this a long time and uh, we love them. And I'm sure there's other guys that have other opinions. Ours is by all means, not the authoritative opinion. Um, these are just the things that make our life easiest um and that we really feel like we couldn't live without um so yeah meters meters are definitely important if you are not we, we are in the age of uh computer diagnostics and uh everything you really need to use a meter this is not this is not the days of you know my mentor where you uh, walk in with a wigwag and call it a day um if you don't know what a wigwag is look it up look it up It'll be fun. I, I promise. I have a wigwag. Before I got a, a low Z meter, I used to use a wigwag because um, I, I didn't have a, a, a meter with a low Z on it. So I bought a wigwag and I didn't really use it very much, to be honest with you. <laughs> I I still remember my mentor telling me, you know, we we kind of had to bluff to customers because you walk into a customer house and say, oh, your wigwag is bad. And they just look at you like you got four heads. And I'm like, oh. That was before my time. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, to give you a comparison, it's a lot like a VMW actuator. It's, it's basically the same kind of principle. That's, that's, that's the simplified uh, what am, I, version. I totally got off on a tangent there. I, I'm not talking about a wig work. I'm talking about a wiggy. Oh yeah. The wiggy. Yeah. 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 yeah Plantology. Yeah. 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 Wigwag. I've actually never seen a wigwag. I have never seen a wigwag in and of myself, but I understand the principles. I've interviewed some, uh, old timers. I'll have to, I'll have to find the link to that podcast, but, uh, they, they talked about the wigwags and, and really it is, it is essentially the simplest, the simplest explanation for it is it is like a vertical modular washer actuator serve the same same type of principle. So, uh, wow, we've ADD'd off. So let's keep, uh, yeah. let's keep rocking and rolling. What's, what's your next go-to tool? Um, I, I, we talked, we talked about this in the, the pre-interview and I think you might have convinced me to make a switch, my friend. Let me find it. I got stuff spread out. All right. So this is probably, or oh, you want, do you want this one or the Wera? Well, you can talk about that. The Wera. The Wera is the one you might, you might've convinced me to switch my right. friend. So this is the Wera. Shout out to Steve for uh, introducing me to these tools. So the Wera um, screwdriver, it's about $35 on Amazon. I did a video on this on the apprentice group, but it's got a little spot for all your bits um closes up real nicely it's got extension right there you can remove it to put it into your uh screw you know your screw gun uh magnetic i mean this thing holds screws like nobody's business um i keep this pouch on my side it's really one person was saying that they were concerned it would scratch floors there's nothing on here that's going to scratch a floor 
Um, and then on the inside, I usually keep some extra bits like my Torx bits, uh, things like that. Um, and then I, in correlation with that, I run the DeWalt eight volt gyroscopic. So instead of having forward and reverse button, you just basically, Oh, that's bright. Ooh, boy. Turn it whichever way you want it to go. So if you want to, Tighten it, turn it to the right. You want to loosen it, turn it to the left. And it's variable speed, so you can go slow, fast. I love this thing. My uh, my partner's dad, who has been in appliance repair longer than I've been alive, he introduced me to those. And you can get the backup batteries for it on Amazon, the generic backup batteries on Amazon for like 25 bucks. That's pretty awesome. So, so my, uh, my counterpoint to the Wera is the Klein. I don't even remember what this one is. 11 in one. It's got the slide, uh, slide drive, which when slide drive was out and you could buy that as like a little bit at the appliance store and take it out and put it in your drill. That's what I use all the time. Now, now we have uh, other things that work better, but quarter inch five sixteenths, flip it over. You got the, the screwdriver bits and uh, you can take the bits out and put your your drill driver bits in. That also works. Um, but I'll tell you what, it seems like that Wera would uh, hold those those Torx bits a little bit nicer. So I, you know, I saw your video on that, um, and I wasn't convinced. But after talking to you in the pre roll here, I don't know. I I might be I I might become a. Uh, a Wera shell here pretty soon. I will say this, Zach. The only complaint I have is how thick this end is. Right. So, like, I was working on a Samsung dryer the other day, one of the, the ones where the console's in the back, mm-hmm. and it's got that, that little slot you got to yep. get up in. I had to use an extension with the Phillips head to get in there because if I just put my Phillips head in here, it wouldn't reach. So that's my one complaint to Wera, if you're listening Make that bad boy a little bit more uh, slim. So, uh, speaking of slim bits, I don't, I don't have this one with me, but uh, w- <sighs> all right, the Whirlpool ice maker in the ceiling, the bane of all of our existence. Um, have you run into that one yet? The low profile one. Yeah, the ice DC maker in the ceiling. Low pro- yeah, I yeah, hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, those two quarter inch screws that you got to take out the uh, by the filter head, Mm -hmm. they suck. That really sucks to get any bit in there. You know what I use? What do you use? I use just the Master Force extension. Menards. If you got a Menards by you, Master Force, just like the basic bit extension. Um like you would put your Phillips head in or whatever. It is so slim that it fits in that hole perfectly. It is my go-to for that. I use this. It's is Just a little quarter inch socket. Quarter inch socket, but it is abnormally slim. I'm not sure if you can see that, but you that's pretty daggone slim. This was actually not in I I rock the the super cheap Harbor Freight Pittsburgh ratchet set. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, uh, my friend. Shout, shout out to Harbor Freight. But I upgraded my quarter inch and five sixteenths with these extra slims. And then I keep um, I keep the adapter in there, which doesn't is, isn't part of the kit. I just keep it in there so that I can throw any of my 
sockets right onto my um, DeWalt screw gun. So that's what I use. So if you guys haven't figured it out, we're we're uh, very similar in our approaches, but we have totally different ways of getting to the to the end game of it. So whatever works for you, we're just here to provide some value and get you thinking about a different way to do things. So um, absolutely. And if you're brand new, like trust me, six years from now, you're gonna have a different driver. You're gonna have a different meter. You're gonna go through stuff. And it's all part of the adventure, man. I love tools and I love any, I'm constantly buying things to make my job easier. We, we hit on this in episode one, but uh, my mentor told me, you know, if you need a tool, a specialized tool to do the job, just go and buy it. Just spend the money on it because if it's going to save you time, it's going to save you time again and again and again and again and again. And so um, I, I really believe in that. If my guys don't have a specialty tool, I tell them, hey, go. That's what the company card for. You know, I, I want to make your lives easier and I do the same thing. Um, so you showed your drill driver. I'll show my drill driver. I, uh, have been accused of being a Milwaukee fanboy, but I'll tell you what I've, I've used, uh, Ryobi. I've used Masterforce. I've used Milwaukee. I've used the wall. I I've used everything. Um, and that little M12 set, man, I have all different types of tools in M12 and I just, I love the heck out of the M12 universe. Uh, I got the little cutoff wheel for those agitators that don't want to come off ever. I will cut the agitator off with that cutoff wheel and a plastic cutoff, uh, a bit meant for plastic cutoffs. So um, I, I rock the uh, impact um, and what turned me on to impact from just a regular drill driver was the stupid VMWs that mm. nut. When, when I was, when I was first getting into this, um, the nut on the VMWs on that pulley kit, those pulley cams would come off all the time because they didn't put Loctite on it. So you're constantly having to change those. Um, and every once in a while you'd have to go and do something else down there and that nut would actually just be seized on there. And so I switched over to an impact and I, and I haven't looked back. You can, once you learn trigger control, Yes. That's key. Yeah. Yeah. Second amendment supporter here too, as well. Um, but trigger control, you, you can use an impact and not strip screws out. It's, it's, it's just like anything else. It's practice. It's just practice. That was, that was one of the things that really turned me on to the eight volt DeWalt gyroscopic was when I first started, I was running an 18 volt impact and I was breaking pieces of plastic left and right. Um, so for the new guys, I, I said, one thing that I'm doing with my new apprentice is I'm putting him on a handheld screwdriver as much as possible. And I suggest that when you're training someone, you don't, you need to learn the feel, you need to yeah. learn the feel of what we're dealing with here. Absolutely. And, and don't put a brand new apprentice on a, you know, 24 volt impact cause he's going to break stuff. Um, he's going to mess stuff up. Give them a hand screwdriver. I mean, there are, like Zach said, uh, uh, another is, is that LG, that what is a, a freaking, I can't remember what millimeter nut it is on those LG underneath the wash plates. That oh, nut yeah. Oh, yeah. Freaking big. I mean, you got to have an impact for that or else be super, uh, Superman. Um, but, yeah, if you're training an apprentice, start them off on handheld screwdrivers. You couldn't see it, but I was flexing there. I, uh, I, I put a crescent wrench on that and just popped just it with my hand. Yeah. You're bad to the bone. Uh, 
I'm an idiot is what I am. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our next, uh, our next, uh, favorite things. Um, well, I shared last. So, so, so you're next up, my friend. You're oh, next I'm next up. up. Okay. So I'm yeah. just going to share this. This guy right here goes everywhere with me, not just in the appliance repair world. Um, a good leatherman, a good multi-tool. <clears throat> if you are a manly man and you claim to be uh, prepared and you don't have this in your pocket at all times, if I'm at a family function and somebody needs something cut open, pulled, whatever, screwdriver, they always come to me because they know TK has got that thing on him. Um, but this thing right here, this is the Leatherman Wingman. Uh, I think it's the cheapest Leatherman you can buy. Um, I have gone through six of these in five years. Um, I have donated them to many of a customer. Uh, I'm trying to do better with that, but this is this goes to me. This goes with me everywhere I go. If you see me in the streets, I got this thing on me. For Sorry. sure, it's meal time. Oh, is it? I'm about, my wife, hopefully my wife's going to heat me up some pizza and wings here in a few. So I, uh, I eat six times a day. <clears throat> we went through a weight loss journey about two years ago and um, I am 120 pounds lighter than I used to be. So wow. I got to, I got to keep track of when it's time to eat and drink water. Um, yeah, no, multi-tools are great, man. I've, I've been through just about every variation and uh, I like the Klein Electricians one. That's what I usually keep on me. I don't have it on me right now. Uh, speaking of knives, if you see me at work, you will always see me with, I got one knife in one pocket, one knife in another pocket, one flashlight in one pocket, one flashlight in another pocket. Uh, because he, uh, This one is a buck. Okay. Yeah, I think the other one is a is a Kershaw, and then I rock uh, Streamlights. I have a Micro Stream, and then the ProTech uh, to the the slightly smaller, both USB rechargeable. Because you never know what. Yeah, the flashlights, the Streamlights. I love those things, man. This is what I carry. Those are pretty cool too. I br I kept breaking them. I've had uh, I've had Streamlights now for about three years, and I haven't broken a single Streamlight. I'm not familiar with Streamlight. You'll have to send me a link for that. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm, I'm chewing gonna, in everyone's ears. I'm going to shout out this little guy. This is the um, Klein non-contact voltage uh, voltage tester and thermometer. It's the IP54 um, dust and water resistant. This thing does non-contact voltage, so. You can hear it beeping, hopefully. Um, it does infrared. So, like, first thing when I go on a refrigerator, when that customer tries to open the door, I stop them and I open the door myself. Or if they get there before me, as soon as they open that door, I'm shooting this bad boy in just to get a general idea of what the temperature is. It's not 100% accurate, but it can at least get me on the right path. Um, but I use this thing all the time. It stays in my pocket. It never even makes it to the bag. This right here and this right here are in my pocket on every single call. And if I'm working on something, I just clip this to my shirt like so. And, uh, as you can see, it will blind you. 
If you haven't figured it out yet, my co-host really likes blinding me. He that's yes. this has become a theme with him is blinding <laughs> Zach. So uh, next time around, I'm bringing my stream lights and we'll, I'll show you what a real light can do. There you go. <laughs> so my next go to um, I just recently discovered this guy. It is a Klein 65200. It is a little ratcheting. It's got five sixteenths on that side and quarter inch on the other side. And it'll ratchet either way. It's, you know, like a little socket. Um, I, I, I am a huge fan of angle drivers. I have had just about every variant of angle driver for the drill. I still have it in my bag. Um, but once I found that guy, I don't really use an angle driver so much anymore. I, I kind of went back old school to, to kind of hand tools on the, the angle drive. And I love that thing. I can drop, I can drop my drill driver bits in there actually here. Let's go ahead and just, so took this off my drill. I can pop it right in. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And so like, if you ever have a wall oven, we get wall ovens all the time that are jammed in really crappy spots and you can't even fit an angle driver in there. I can drop that guy on and take those side screws out. And, uh, that and that's Klein. Yeah. Klein, man. It is, uh, Um, I just ended up getting two more, um, one for each of my guys so that they have them really, really handy tool. Home Depot has them, uh, probably about the cheapest price. I think they're 15 bucks a piece at Home Depot. Uh, Amazon, I think they're about 20 bucks or something like that. So nice. Um, I'm have to pick one of those up. Yeah, it's it's kind of become my new go-to on that. So, what's up next for you, TK? Oh, let's see what is up next. I will. I mean, I definitely. I got two. I'll do a quick two. Um, if you don't have this in your arsenal, I highly recommend it. It's an air shim. Um, the one I bought these probably three years ago, and they're still going strong. It comes in a multi-pack. You get a long one, a medium-sized one. I keep this short one just in my bag. Um, it's, it's one of those tools that when you, when you need it, you need it. You're not going to use it every day, but I mean, it's just a hundred different applications, um, for this thing. I even actually was at a gas station not too long ago and I, uh, popped a lady's lock using this. I stuck it in between the door and the car and, uh, you know, squeezed it open and was able to actually use my, actually it's funny. I used this and my fiberglass rod for vent cleaning, um, and reached through after I got the opening and hit her door lock and popped it open for, her. Um, That's she, gave awesome. 20, she gave me 20 bucks. And then also you already mentioned it, but my angle driver, I use this thing religiously, like every, almost every single call I break this thing out at some point. Um, it's definitely a go-to and this is just a direct, direct 90 plus by Milescraft. I used to have a really nice one. I think it was made by Makita or something, but, um, I left it at a customer's house, probably underneath the machine somewhere. And another tool lost to the, to the struggle. Yeah, I've, I've lost or I finally broke my original. I had an original, uh, Milwaukee, when it wasn't quite 90 degrees, it was like a hundred degrees or something. It was, it was a weird angle. Um, it wasn't 90 exactly. And, hmm. uh, 
I had I had that original one up until about two years ago. I used it, so I started eight years ago. I bought it right after that, and I had it till about two years ago. And that thing, I put it on every impact I ever owned and never had a problem with it. That thing just kept rocking and rolling through it. Um, I, I think currently I have the new DeWalt uh, variant. It's a, it's a little slimmer profile that works pretty well. But uh, again, we're, we're, we're just, we uh, end up at the same point, right? We, we find something that works for our workflow and we rock and roll with it, you know? So just, yep. but these are things that are universal, right? In, in some way, shape or form, you're going to need something very similar to what we're talking about. I actually just picked up a set of those uh, airbags myself. Um, and I do believe that they started out as a locksmith tool. Like that was one of the earlier locksmith tools for popping car doors and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. They, yeah. de- they definitely come in handy. They've been using them for years. I had uh, friends who were mechanics that that's how they would exactly how you described is exactly what they would do to pop car door locks. Um, I also have air sleds. I'm not going to show those because that's just way too cumbersome, but those are a pretty awesome tool. I have two sets, uh, one for each truck right now. And um, they're fantastic. If you got to move a stacked laundry, you know, washer, dryer, like, front load set. They're fantastic. I love the heck out of them. I bought uh, one set used from a flooring guy that was getting out of the business and uh, I paid like nothing for it. And then brand new set was like 650 bucks. But I'll tell you what, when you need those, holy cow, you need those. They are awesome, awesome tool. Um, yeah, that and an all dolly is on my 2021 purchase list. I We've had an all dolly since I started in, in, um, working for the company when, when I was first brought on and that oven cart is amazing. We use it as an oven cart. That's our, our primary use for it. But, uh, yeah, it's an awesome tool. All Dolly. Um, one of my other go-tos for stripped out screws, vamp pliers. We'll definitely drop a link, um, for the vamp pliers. They have a couple different variants of them. Um, yep. So they have needle nose ones and whatever. And so how you use them, they actually have tips on them meant for like when you have a screw head that's stripped out, you can't get your Phillips bit in there or whatever. You can either put it on sideways and kind of crank that screw out of there or come in head on and, and twist or whatever. Um, the, the vampires are just an amazing, amazing tool when you can't get a screw out. Yeah, definitely a lifesaver. Yeah. So do we have any other uh, tricks up our sleeve or? Uh, let me, I mean, I got my entire bag over here, so I'm not going to go through everything. I will do a couple of honorable mentions real quick. Um, easy sliders. Is that what these are called? Yeah. Easy sliders. Pick these up at uh, my supply house. Both of my supply houses carry them. Um, I keep them rolled up like this. You can also store them. You know, they're, huge long sliders but these are for going under refrigerators or ovens or stoves if you're on a big baller like zach you can get these fairly cheap and they're not as good as an air sled but 
trust me, when you uh, scratch a couple floors, you'll wish you had them. Um, let, me, this goes let, with- let me just cover that real quick. Let me just cover that real quick. I, I have been doing this for eight years. So I have been in this business for eight years. Um, these tools did not come overnight. So if you are an apprentice, you're new into this business, do not think you have to buy these tools like right now. Okay. A good meter, a good set of screwdrivers, stuff like that. Like that, that's an absolute must. I, the, I, TK, you can back me up on this one, but the, a good, a good drill driver, some type like that. Um, and a good meter, like that's no questions asked. You have to have those. Yeah. But good, some good, go ahead. That's good screw, a good screw gun and a good meter. And then get every, if you're, if you're on a budget, get everything else from Harbor Freight and get yourself started. That's what I did. I had a good screw gun and a good meter and everything else. I went to Harbor Freight and bought, and some of those tools I still have to this day and still use. Some of my early bits, some of my early sockets were all Harbor Freight buys or, or, uh, you know, I got them from a yard sale or something like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Pawn shop. Um, Yeah. But you will get to a point where, where you realize that spending a little bit extra money for a tool that is quality or a tool that is specialty will save you time and money down the road. And so when you have the funds to be able to do that, that's something that you're going to do because it's going to make your life easier. So we're not saying by any stretch of the imagination, run out to the store and spend all your, your January budget on this. Um, but we are saying these are things to to put on your radar. These are uses that we found um, that have saved us time. And in this business, time is money, man. Time is money. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, I don't know about you, but people that I I know that have an air sled or an all dolly, you're paying a price when when they break out that tool. That tool's paying for itself because when you break that tool out. They're paying it. I don't know what you charge, but I know guys that charge an extra 75 to a hundred dollars every time they break out their air sled, because the fact that you have that on your truck, you don't need a second man to come and help you move it out and risk damaging things. Um, people, people are going to pay for that. And tools are not a tools pay for themselves in the long run. But like Zach said, you have to be smart about it. Um, or next thing you know, you don't spent $5,000 on tools and you haven't fixed your first dryer yet. hundred percent, hundred percent. So we've, we've really gone down a rabbit hole and I don't even know what our time is sitting at here. Um, but tools are critical. Tools are something that you need every day and you're going to find something that works for your flow. And hopefully some of the tools that we shared with you today are going to save you some time and make you some more money. Um, for sure. So we just, uh, we're, we're grateful to be here for Appliance Alliance, episode two. Again, I am your host with the most, Zach Kreider. And TK Cousins, the co-host. We are signing off for episode two. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Appliance Alliance podcast, episode number two. Remember, like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. And if you choose, become a supporter of this podcast and make the industry great.